today on Adventures in Faith with Jerry Savelle. You may experience the same tests and trials that everybody else does, but if you know how to stay under the canopy, then you won't experience what many of them experience. A lot of them never overcome the tests and trials. You can stay under the canopy. Most of you have heard me say, and I want to repeat this, that my favorite subject in the Bible is favor. It's not only my favorite subject, but I especially enjoy walking in it, experiencing it. Amen. My life is a continual testimony of the favor of God. Recently, I was, I was studying and... Um, there's a, there's a phrase that jumped out at me that I want you to look at in Psalm 5. Right. Psalm 5. Let's begin in verse 11. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy. Is anybody in here got their trust in God? Well, maybe we ought to do what he just told us to do. Shout for joy. Amen. Because thou defendest them. Let them also love or that love thy name be joyful in thee. Now, verse 12 says, and we've, we've talked about this in times past, teaching on the favor of God. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor Wilt thou compass him, compass him as with a shield? Now, let me read this to you from the Passion Translation. But let them all be glad, those who turn aside to hide themselves in you. May they keep shouting for joy forever. Now, listen to this. Overshadow them in your presence as they sing and rejoice overshadow them in your presence as they sing and rejoice. Then every lover of your name will burst forth with endless joy. Lord, how wonderfully you bless the righteous. Now look at this. Your favor wraps around each one and covers them with, uh, covers them under your canopy of kindness and joy. Did you know you have a canopy? <laughs> a canopy. Now, let me define canopy. Uh, one definition is a shelter. A shelter providing protection. Now, and, uh, uh, one other commentary I read uh, referred to it as an umbrella of protection. That's what the old covenant was to the children of Israel. When they were obedient to the covenant, it was an umbrella of protection for them. Now, I, brought a, I just happened to bring an umbrella today. Would you bring that first umbrella out? 
an umbrella of protection. Here it says, your favor wraps around each one and covers them under your canopy or umbrella of kindness and joy. We have a canopy of favor. Now, an umbrella will not change the forecast. It won't stop the rain. You pull out an umbrella and the rain says, oh, we got to stop now. <laughs> it does not stop the rain. It does not stop the wind. How many of you ever had your umbrella turned completely upside down from the wind? And many times it will not completely keep you dry. I've had to walk just from my house over to the ministry, which is a short walk when it's pouring down raining and I've got my umbrella. But even when I get into the office, my sleeves are wet. My shoes are wet. If the wind's blowing, it's blowing under the umbrella. I still get wet. So the umbrella of God's favor does not change the forecast of what's going on in the world but it does provide shelter from it. Now, this is not really a good image of that umbrella or canopy of favor that God's provided. Bring me that real one. Ah, this is my canopy of favor. Hallelujah. Why? Because my God's a big God. He don't fool around with that little stuff. Amen. My God's a big God. Now, this still does not change the forecast. It don't stop the rain. It don't stop the wind. But I have more protection. And here it says, the canopy of God's favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what I walk in every day of my life. I am under this canopy of God's favor. Canopy, I has it. <laughs> favor, I has it. And so do you. How'd you like to get under my canopy? Yeah. Hey, look, a whole family can get under the canopy of God's favor. Spread it around, hallelujah. Get under the canopy. Amen. A canopy of God's favor. That's what God has provided for us in times like these. Now we're just going to leave that right there. Amen. A canopy of God's favor. I can live under it. You can live under it. That's God's best. He doesn't want you experiencing it from time to time. He wants you experiencing it every day of your life. And particularly when times are bad. Uh, Let me read this. I read a definition of God's favor that I had not used before, that I had not read before. One definition of God's favor that I recently read says, 
It's God stepping into our situation to make a world worthwhile difference. It's God stepping into our circumstances in our situations and making a worthwhile difference. Amen. Now, the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 7, and I'm, I'm just going to tell you what it says without quoting the verse. Satan is constantly endeavoring to try our faith. The trying of our faith, the Bible says, Peter says. Jesus tells us in John 10, 10, that our adversary, the devil, is constantly endeavoring to steal, kill, and destroy. Peter also tells us in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, that Satan comes as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Amen? See, this, this canopy of favor doesn't stop that. It stops him from being successful at it. Amen? He's going to come to try to steal the word. This canopy of favor doesn't stop that. He's going to come as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. This canopy doesn't stop that. But it does prevent him from being successful at it. Why? Because favor gives us advantage. Hallelujah. It gives us an advantage. Amen. Now, Psalm 91, you're all familiar with it, describing a canopy. When you abide under the shadow of El Shaddai, the Almighty, you are hidden in the strength of God most high. So we can live under this canopy or shadow or shield. Do you remember the children of Israel in the book of Numbers, chapter 9, verses 15 and 16 say this, and on the day that the tabernacle was reared up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, and at evening there was upon the tabernacle, as it were, the appearance of fire until the morning. God provided a canopy for the children of Israel, a cloud and fire. Amen? Amen. A cloud and fire. And then the next verse, verse 16 says, so it was always. I like that. So it was always. In other words, this canopy is on your life forever. Some of you need to find out about it. Amen. You are under the canopy of God's favor. You have advantage. Hallelujah. You, you, you may experience the same tests and trials that everybody else does. But if you know how to stay under the canopy, then you won't experience what many of them experience. A lot of them never overcome the tests and trials. You can. Stay under the canopy. Amen. Amen. Stay under the canopy. I, I remember a number of years ago, Mark James and I, uh, I took my motorcycle and we were going to ride uh, all the way to Arizona. 
And I had to go to Tulsa first to do a meeting. So we, we packed up uh, on my uh, Harley Ultra Classic, and I had a trailer that I pulled behind it and had all of our gear in it. And we started out for Tulsa. And got uh, just about two blocks from the hotel that we were going to stay in. And I had to preach that night. And it started pouring down raining. And we're just two blocks. I can, I can see the sign to the hotel in the distance. All I had to do was turn right and go two blocks, and I could see the sign to the hotel on the left-hand side. But I also noticed in front of me was a student driver car. <laughs> and there was a, a, a young lady driving and the instructor on the right side. So, uh, now it's wet, so, you know, you have to be very cautious on a motorcycle, and you certainly do not use your rear brakes. You got to use the handbrakes, stop it from the front. I know all this. I've been riding motorcycles since I was 14. So, I know how to ride in rain. I know how to ride in snow. I know how to ride in, I know how to ride in hell, H-A-I-L, okay? (laughs) I've had hell come down on me before. But anyway, uh, I'm, I'm being very cautious because this student driver, I don't know how much experience she has. So she gets in the left lane, which is the lane I need to be in because there's a lot of traffic and it's pouring down rain. And so I'm going along here, probably not more than 25 miles an hour, if that fast. All of a sudden, she decides to slam on her brakes. For no reason. She just slammed on her brakes. The rear of the car went like this. I, I'm not going to hit the rear brake because I know if I go hit that rear brake, I'll go into a slide and lose control. I had to grab that handbrake and squeeze it as hard as I could. And because of that, my bike went into almost like a jackknife, you know? And the next thing I know, it's on its side, and me and Mark James are sliding. And then she took off. She took off. Didn't even, she, I doubt she even knew what she caused. And Mark James and I are laying on our side, sliding down the road. And I see my bike. It was, all, it was like it's all in slow motion. And I'm, I'm sliding on my side. I turn back to make sure Mark James is okay. And he's got this look of fear on his face. But I, I know he's fine because there's traffic behind us. And I didn't want either one of us to get run over. And then I turn back and my bike's going down the road in front of me on its side. But that trailer with its weight in it kept it from just flipping all over the place. And I got up, got Mark James up. Now, it bruised my hip. And boy, it was, it was hard getting up. Now, I've got this big ultra-classic bike on its side. I can't pick it up by myself. Mark James was just a young boy. He, he didn't, wasn't able to help me. Not one soul stopped to check on us. Not one person stopped 
and tried to help us. They, they saw me trying to get that bike up. I couldn't get it up by myself. Finally, a man at a service station across the road, he come running out there and, and, and asked this brilliant question. You need some help? <laughs> this is the way I look when I need help. Okay. <laughs> and so he helped me get the bike up. It didn't hurt the bike at all. It's, 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 it scratched the uh, uh, guard, the chrome guard. That's it. No, no, no shattering of fiberglass, nothing. That's all that happened. Okay? And it's sliding on its side, but that's the only thing that, that happened. It scarred that up. Well, it didn't hurt the riding of it. So we got back on it and rode to the hotel. Now, by the time we got to the hotel, I have about three hours before I have to go preach. Oh, I could hardly walk. Dear God, that hurt. Oh. And then we go to the meeting. And I didn't say a word to anybody. Didn't call home and tell anybody. Now, Carolyn picked it up in the spirit. And she called later. No, I don't think we did call. It was after I got back home, I told you. And so... But she picked it up in the spirit and started interceding for me and Mark James. Okay? So I get to the service that night and they got a platform I'm to preach on that had about 12 steps up to it. (laughs) And I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to let in on the give in to it because right. I'm believing I'm, I'm going to be restored. I still got to ride to Arizona. Yeah. Oh, dear Jesus, it hurt going up them steps. And I smiled all the way up. <laughs> Nobody knew anything had happened to us. Next morning, we got on the bike and we took off. And uh, we stopped somewhere and spent the night. And then we went on and we're just about to get into Denver. And I had to preach that night in Denver. And uh, we're, we're riding along on that interstate. All of a sudden, I can see in the, in the distance a storm. Oh, man, it's a storm. And there was, there was three very expensive sports cars that passed us. They were racing. Come to find out, they'd, they'd started in New York and were racing all the way to the West Coast. And I mean, they, they were expensive sports cars and they flew by us. And, and in a little while, Mark James kind of fell asleep because when he'd fall asleep, I'd, I'd feel his helmet hit me in the back. <laughs> so he, he's asleep on the back and we're getting closer to this storm. We're about 25 miles out of Denver. All of a sudden that storm starts pounding hell on us. I mean, big old golf ball size hell. All of a sudden, Mark James woke up and said, Papa, somebody hit me. (laughs) And I said, that's hell, son. He said, yeah, it is. (laughs) Now, we're out on this interstate, and there's no place to get off of it. And I'm, I'm riding along there, you know, and I'm thinking, where can I get off? I mean, this stuff is coming down. It hurts. And finally, I decided I just, I just got to get off somewhere. I saw a tree line over here. 
And I thought, well, maybe I can get under the trees and it will help, you know, from getting pulverized by this hell. And so I, I pulled off and went through that tree line and there was an old abandoned town back there. A ghost town. And, and I got back there and nearly all the buildings were, were about, most of them had already fallen in, but there was one building. The only thing left was the, the top. The sides had fallen off. The back end of it had fallen, caved in. And it was just, just enough of that shelter that we could get the bike under. And I got under it. And boy, the hell's still coming down. But it wasn't affecting us anymore. Okay? So we got under a canopy. Now, the hell is still coming down. If we get out in it, we're going to get beat up again. But my mama didn't raise no food. I found a shelter. I'm going to get under and stay and let the storm pass. Okay? So we, we stayed under that thing for nearly an hour. And then it passed. So we got on the bike, come back up on the highway, and now we decided, I decided I'm going to pull over to the first service station and, and take a break, you know, and maybe get us something to drink. When I got up there, those three sports cars were there. You ought to have seen how they were beat up. They didn't find a canopy. Amen. And they were all nearly in tears looking at their cars. And I got off the bike and stood over there and, and looked at them. And they said, dear God, how did you boys ride in that hill? I said, we, we found a shelter. They said, well, we wish we'd have known there was a shelter. Look at our cars. See, the rest of the world <laughs> may be hurting, but you and I have a canopy, praise God. And you say amen? We have a canopy a canopy of God's favor, which gives us advantage. Amen. It doesn't stop the storms, but it stops them from being successful. Hallelujah. Give the Lord another good shout of praise. Amen. Remember what it said? So it was always this cloud and this fire. Amen. So it was always the cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. They had a cloud by day and fire by night and it was always. God provided that. And he's done the same thing for you and I. In this crazy world that we live in today, praise God, God has provided something for us. A canopy of favor and it's here always. Give the Lord another shout, praise God. Genesis 39, 4, talking about Joseph. And you all know the story of Joseph. It says, and Joseph found grace, and the word grace and favor are synonymous. Grace, if you look in the Amplified Bible, usually when you see the word grace, it will write out beside it in parentheses, say, undeserved favor. They're one and the same. Joseph found grace or favor in the sight or in his sight, talking about Potiphar, and served him and he made him overseer over his house and all that he had put 
into his hand. And then verse two through six, another translation says, Potiphar recognized that God was with him and saw that God was working for good in everything he did. And he became very fond of Joseph. Notice outsiders recognizing outsiders recognizing unbelievers recognizing that there's something on us that they don't have that we're under something that they don't have access to until they receive Jesus as Lord of their lives what if God is about to do more than you could ask or think there's nothing too big for God he's not limited by your circumstances Today's special offer, the Unlimited Favors Special Package, contains Jerry Savelle's three-part audio series, Our Unlimited God, his faith-building book, Hey, That's the Favor of God, and the uniquely designed journal, My Personal Favor of God Journal. It's time to take the limits off and expand your faith. Learn to activate your faith for an unprecedented outpouring of God's goodness and favor. In this package, you'll discover where limitation comes from, how to break free from self-limitations, what can block God's goodness, and how to receive God's favor. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Unlimited Favor Special Package. Start thinking bigger, start dreaming bigger, and expect our unlimited God to do the unlimited in your life. Thank you so very much for joining us on Adventures in Faith today, and it's been a great honor and a great joy to be able to bring the Word of God to you. And we appreciate all of you that have communicated with us and letting us know how much these programs are blessing you. And we want to encourage you, if you feel the same way about the lessons that you are watching right now, then please communicate with us again. We love hearing from you, and we just want you to know we're believing God with you that this is going to be your time for your greatest victories you've ever experienced. Amen? Let me remind you once again of our special offer, the Unlimited Favor Package. First of all, three CDs that I preached not too long ago entitled Our Unlimited God. Don't limit God. Don't limit Him in any way. Dare to believe for His best in every area of your life. Remember the Apostle Paul says, He is the God that does exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think. And then my newest book, entitled, Hey, That's the Favor of God. The reason I gave it that title is simply because many, many years ago, when God first began teaching me about His favor and how to walk in it, He said, every time it manifests in your life, you stop and say out loud, Hey, that's the favor of God. And He said, and every time you do that, you'll begin to expect it to manifest more and more often. So that's what this little book is about. Once again, Hey, That's the favor of God. Brand new book. So first time we've offered it, please don't hesitate to contact us and get your copy. And then once you experience the favor of God, I have found that it's so important to journal it. I put this little journal together so that every time you experience God's favor, you can write it as a testimony. Then also there's a section where you can write what you're believing God's favor to do. So this is important. The reason I uh, produce this little book is so that you will become more and more favor-minded. Get up every day expecting the favor of God. So you can order all of this on our, uh, go to our website, jerrysville.org, 
or you can simply look at the information that's on your screen right now and place your order for it. The Unlimited Favor Package. Thank you once again for joining me. I look forward to sharing with you again next week. So remember, until then, your faith will overcome the world.